I think we're live. Hey guys, uh, Cam Peters, Full Circle Investment Group, hostingoutofthebox.com, here today to do a very special interview with Miss Kaylee Body. Uh, Kaylee has uh, been part of our team now for quite a few months now. Um, started out wholesaling out of the box and is now part of the Full Circle Investment Group team. Uh, today we're here to talk about one of the best things you could talk to somebody about their first deal, uh, what that looked like, how they got there. Um, lessons learned, that sort of thing. So that's what we're here to talk to Kaylee about. Um, so first, Kaylee, welcome. It's good to see you as always. And um, I wanted to start by hopefully you telling us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your background, and then we'll get in some deal-specific questions. Well, okay, about me, I've been in and out of real estate um, since 2004, but have been you know, full-time with it for the last few years. Um, tried learning wholesaling, <laughs> you know, the normal way that people make a mistake to do like YouTube and look, look you know, at so many different gurus and so forth and wasting money here, wasting money that, there. Um, just never got to like how to still felt like I was missing something to, you know, hit the start button and actually make things happen. Yep. Um, and then I found um, wholesaling out of the box and I started going to um, the meetings and the property walkthroughs and I felt very comfortable um, getting started. Well, you guys asked me to join the team, I've been with the team almost five months. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So um, can you expound the first question I wanted to ask was kind of about how you got into wholesaling. Can you expound on that maybe back to where you went wrong? Like I know you said the YouTube videos, 2004, like what were some things that you tried that didn't work? And maybe what was the differences when you found our team and what did work? Yes, so well, I tried so many different programs like I won't say the programs but <laughs> over the years I've wasted money buying this person's program that person's program and so forth um and they tell you like the basic steps of what to do um but it still it still didn't feel like it came all together to actually get started so that was my problem getting started and um, last year when I attempted to, okay, let's go find getting started and I'm paying for, you know, prop stream and I'm paying for this and paying for all of these different things. And I was making calls. Um, I, I, know, I guess it was just getting to talk to the people and what would you, what to say. So all of these programs, they tell you what to do. No one taught you what to say. Like, you know, or how to talk. Okay. But, yep. So that was, I think that was my hangup <laughs> that I came to find out once I joined you guys. That was my hangup. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's not a lot of talk out there about how to talk to sellers, how to talk to people. And, you know, we always say, if you can't talk, you're going to have a really hard time, if not no time in this business. Exactly. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so let's get into the meat. So tell us about this deal. Okay, 
So for, for a, a while making the phone calls as a junior acquisition manager um, here at Full Circle Investment Group, you, you guys gave me a script so I would have a you know, place to start with and know how to go. And I was really following that script <laughs> for a long time. And I don't know, one day I, I got a person on the phone and I don't, just the vibe and the energy, I totally forgot about the script and I was just talking to her. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. yep. what so I was just talking to her and and that's how the it, it first came about. We were very, the rapport was there. So I guess with the script, I wasn't able to build rapport. Being myself, I was able to build rapport. Um, and she had actually had two properties she was looking to sell. One, she really hadn't gotten any attention on, and it, it was the teardown um, house. So we were selling it just you know, for the land, the lot. And the other one, she had got multiple offers. Um, you want me to go ahead and tell the whole thing about it? Yeah, go ahead. Yep. The, the other one was a house, and she had gotten multiple offers already by the time that I had called her, but she hadn't picked anybody. Um, and I guess with the rapport that I was able to build with her and the fact that um, we were moving forward with the sawmill and she liked how that was going, like that went very smoothly and quickly. And it was one with eight heirs. <laughs> so my very first deal had eight people I had to deal with. <laughs> But it still turned out smoothly, and so she actually decided to allow us to do um, to take on the second one um, for a lower price than the other people had offered. Because the numbers didn't work for me the way that they were offering. Um, but yes, she kept saying that you know um, I seem very trustworthy and and I'm open and honest with her, so she wanted me to do it. So. And that's how that happened. I got a twofer on my first one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it sounds it sounds like for sure a lot of work went into it, especially with those eight airs. Yes. And luckily the the second one didn't have as many airs, it only had three. <laughs> but yeah. that one actually turned out to be the nightmare <laughs> yeah. Yeah. with title issues. <laughs> yep. Yep. So even despite all that um how did the rapport carry over throughout the deal like these deals took a little bit i won't say longer but there were some issues that we worked through how did the rapport go through with the seller and how did you keep in contact with her and keep the deal at the table yeah so i just just being open and honest i mean i'm an open and honest person anyway but i love the fact that this company that's that is what um they thrive on for lack of a better word <laughs> so um and that's really what it was just keeping her abreast of everything being honest not trying to hide anything i'm pretty sure i said more than i had to at times but it just played into showed her how um trusting and honest you know i, I am so telling her all the bad things yep. as well as the good <laughs> The good things um but yeah just 
keeping in touch with her and listening to her concerns. That was very important with the second one. Because um, the second one was her dad's home. Um, they had grew up there, lived there all their lives. You know, so it was more sentimental. So definitely that was about listening to her. Yep. Yeah, the, I think a lot of people underestimate how far rapport goes, how important it is to listen, and how important it is to be transparent and just be real. Yeah. Um, I've always said that when we go to buy a house from a seller, it's never really about the house. Right. That is a part that is obviously important, but it's more about the person. So it sounds like you connected with her. She trusted you. She put a lot of faith in you. And, and of course, you, you, you took it all the way home, rounded the bases and went home. I'm trying to use a yeah. base analogy. It didn't go so well. <laughs> all right. Cool. So um, how long did it take you to get the deal under contract from first time you spoke to her to let's just go with the first one, right? Because I think we got the first one under contract first. Do you, do you have a time frame there? Um, well, counting that there were eight heirs <laughs> to get signatures from, yep. um, it was a few days. Yep. Like this, this wasn't a, um, let me think about it. And she take, take, and she took a while to think about it. She's yep. like, um, for both of them, she's like, let me, give me a night, um, and let me think on it. And the very next day she was ready to go. So one phone call, and I think it was, if not the next day, then the second day, um, we were doing the contracts. So it, it was quick, in my opinion. Yeah, so not a long follow-up period. So maybe we should go back though too. And so when you started with us until you got that deal under contract, do you yeah. know the time frame between the two? How how long yeah. were you making calls? How long were you grinding through the trenches before you got that deal? Um, it might give people the wrong idea on how long it really takes. But so I was working part-time with you guys and I started calling in October, but starting November, uh, mid-November, I was hardly able to make any calls because of my full-time job at that time. Um, so <laughs> um, when I was working part-time, I called maybe two, three hours a day, um, four to five days a week. And then it went to literally maybe only um, two to three hours a week. <laughs> yeah. um, and then this one went under contract, I think the beginning of December. So two months with some calling. <laughs> Not full-time calling, yeah. not really even part-time calling, but um, I'm a lucky person though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I always say results, results may vary. It may take some longer and some, you know what I mean? Not as long, but I think the important part is that when you got on the phone with the seller, right? You built that rapport right from the beginning and that's what, that's what got you to, um, to land the deal. Yeah. So what did you learn from the deal? Um, a lot, of course. Um, 
so for the just the lot property um i missed a lot because one i thought it was just one owner <laughs> so i had to transition that to you know make it work for eight people um there was not really any negotiating with that because what they wanted um we were able to offer we were able to give them exactly what they wanted so there really wasn't that much negotiation and for me the bigger that wasn't the bigger one i wanted to make sure we were able to still you know yep. you know yeah. get the second one which were, was the bigger one um yep. so really i think what i got from that is um just be myself and be um honest and just listen and solve their problems not mine <laughs> yeah so once again listening and once again building the rapport yep. yeah okay so i'm wondering because you know there's a couple people on our team um between me jacob sean you how do you see your negotiation techniques versus our negotiation techniques what are some differences you might say in your negotiation techniques from one of us all of us however you want to mix that up um well uh, you guys are more experienced at doing this than than i am um and i would say <laughs> i would say i mean you guys are stronger negotiators because you're okay with you know starting with the widespread between what you uh, what your numbers you're thinking and what the um seller is thinking versus me i still i just want to my mind is okay i want to help you so like, so I, my spread is probably not as wide and i need to work on that you know um it is a business even though it's the business of helping other people yeah um but yeah i think i'm i'm softer on that and i need to be a little more stronger so i think you have more empathy is that what you're getting at yes 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 <laughs> yeah and that's very very important i think um i think you can build on that for sure but a lot of people <laughs> struggle with the empathy so i think you're in a really good position to where you, you're strong on the empathy um to start with so now we also i don't think we mentioned it at the beginning but just in case um we also know that you're a licensed agent yeah. And you've been doing that for some time now, real estate agent, right? So yeah. I'm wondering, what does it feel like going from those retail deals over here to a wholesale deal? What does that feel like? What are the differences there? And, and how did that maybe help you or hurt you? Or what, what are your thoughts there? It definitely hurt in the beginning because it's two different hats and you look at things two different ways. Yeah. Um, so, and I struggled in the beginning you know, not looking at things as a real estate agent <laughs> um, versus, you know, as, as an investor. So um, that I, I did struggle with because running numbers are, is completely different. Um, on the retail side, you as a, you, if you were representing the seller, you want to get all the money you can for your seller. Um, versus you know here you, you want 
to be fair with the seller, but you want to make sure that you are making your numbers work for the deal to actually work. So it's a little different. Yeah. 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 But the two go hand in hand now. I mean, I've, I've learned how to separate the two because I still have to play both roles, even, you know, in, in the company, I, I play both roles. So, um, they go, it, it, they go hand in hand now. So if we aren't able to help someone, um, we aren't able to buy the house, then we can list it for them. So. Yep. So it's a uh, taking off a hat and putting on one hat and be like, okay, I need to reset my mind and talk a retail, retail talk now. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, so I want to kind of wrap it all up and any new wholesalers out there right now who are watching this, listening to this, however they're getting it, um, what, what advice would you have for them starting out and um, moving forward to be successful? Yeah, for, for me, and, and I say this to people who, are, who ask me questions now, like none of the other stuff matters. Like um, people teach, go find your, go build your cash buyer list. And then, none of this stuff matters if you don't know how to talk to the seller. That was the biggest thing I got out of wholesaling out of the box, how to talk to them. Um, so you can have you can have all your motivated sellers lists that you want, but what are you going to do when you get them on the phone? Yeah, doesn't make a difference if you don't know that first. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, you can have it all lined up, have all these awesome systems and all this stuff, but if you just hey, I just want to buy your house. And, uh, it ain't gonna work, right? No. <laughs> you gotta get real with people. Yep. Um, awesome, awesome. So, on the fly, in my mind, I'm realizing we didn't even talk through the numbers of the deal. Oh yeah. We didn't because we I didn't did. make a note of that. I failed here, so I don't want to let anybody, everybody, go without talking about the numbers of the deal because that's what everybody. Sure. I mean, we shared the most important part, honestly, but everybody's gonna want to know the numbers. So let's talk through the numbers on the deal real quick. Okay, so for the first one, if you're just talking about the wholesale fee on yeah. that. Okay, so the first well, we one. Go every, let's go everything. The deal's closed. Let's let's talk about acquisition, assignment, mm -hmm. all that. All right. So um, again, the first one, there was really no negotiation because that was an added bonus to what you really wanted, um, yeah. so, and it was really just for the land. So um, they wanted fifty thousand. Um, so we bought it at that and we assigned it to a buyer for 60000 So that was a $10,000 wholesale fee on that. Um, the second, the one, the house was an $18,000 wholesale fee. Um, thanks to Cam. <laughs> he does our dispositions. So, um, the numbers worked, but um, after when the investors or the buyers went through, there was some additional work that wasn't uh, accounted for. Um, so the numbers were very close to only getting what, like 7,000 in a wholesale fee. Yep. Um, but um, a buyer came in to actually want it to, to meet our numbers. So it turned out to be $18,000 wholesale fee. Yep. On that one. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. So two deals, same seller. 
$28,000 gross. Correct. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, so it's real, huh? What we do is it real. Is. <laughs> yes, it's very real. It, it happens. Um, it can happen quickly because I take mine as, you know, although time frame was two months, I was not working hardly in that two months. Yep. So it can happen quickly, but yes, I don't think that's a realistic <laughs> time, time frame, but it can happen. Well, was it easy work or was it hard work? No, um, I didn't find it hard at all. Like you really, you're just calling um, your prospects, calling through your list, um, getting through the wrong numbers or the not selling people, um, couple in there cursing you out. <laughs> but uh, but stuff like that doesn't bother me. Um, so I guess you do have to have that mentality or have tough skin if this is what you want to do. Yep. Um, not let the rejection bother you because you have to go through you know, lots of no's before you get a, a yes. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Well, more good advice. Um, so congratulations, Kaylee. Thank you. Thanks so much for hopping on here. We hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, we have many more to come from Kaylee very soon. Um, but wanted to capture this first one. The first one's always a big deal because I think a lot of times for people, that's when it clicks that it's real, right? It's not just talk, listen to a bunch of other people talk about it. Yeah. It's actually seeing it start to finish. Um, so thanks for hopping on here, Kaylee. Thanks for sharing your story. Um, you guys can always reach out to Wholesaling on the Box here, uh, box.com. We have a Facebook group, we've got an Instagram page, and you can uh, reach the whole team and Kaylee through there. Thanks for hopping on, guys. Thank you. Bye. Hey, everyone. It's Ashley with Wholesaling Out of the Box. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We've got a lot more content coming for you on your podcatcher of choice, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of the above. So we'd really, really appreciate it if you would be willing to write a review if you have the time today for us down on whatever, wherever you're listening to this, because reviews help us so much to get in front of more people. And it lets us see what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you're interested in, things like that. So give us any kind of feedback. Sean and I are always saying we like all feedback, all uh, constructive criticisms so that we can get better, so that we can give you the content that you're looking for. So if you could leave us a review, that would be magical. And that's, that's it. Thanks for listening.